my god, take this dude apart. <laughs> I think Hercules Mulligan. I just has him. so many of the best lines. And just, there's not a lot. But no. the ones that he has are great. No, and he's attractive. In the in the movie or in the the Disney no, <laughs> the Disney one, he's attractive. I think he's I just like the character. So much. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I would find him attractive. Just if I saw him. Right. I think it's like the character. The character makes him, get, makes him attractive. Yeah. Same with like Lafayette. I don't know. I do love Same him. with humans. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Last night. I made the most amazing dinner. Okay. You Did guys. you? What'd you make? It was a chicken, but it was a whole chicken. Oh, yum. With some vegetables underneath it. And I cooked uh-huh. it in the, and I slathered it in garlic butter. Yum. And I cooked it in a, in a cast iron skillet in the oven. Mm. So there's this new Instagram. It's not a new Instagram. It's new to me. Mm-hmm. Eat with Zoe and he does all these great recipes and this was so easy and it looked real impressive but it was super super simple so it's one of those that I'm going to pull out for like my parents at some point yeah but um anyway so I made that and I'm having to cut the chicken from the bone or whatever for Ella and as she's waiting yep no I'm following on on our podcast account yeah there it is wit 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 Zoe eat wit Zoe so anyway I cook it for Ella and just get a little bitty piece. And she goes, as soon as I put it on her plate, she went, oh, yes. And she put her hands at this. She goes, thank you, mom. Thank you for the gracious amount of food that you've given me. <laughs> Such a beautifully sarcastic response. <laughs> it was like, only your child. Go away. <laughs> get out of my face. Kara was up until 3.30 in the morning. It's pie day, guys. It's National Pie Day. Making pie. Tell Making them all the pies you made. Hand pies. I made s'mores pies. It's Nutella and marshmallow fluff. Then I made apple pies with my mom's recipe for the apple part. This is the the witch's magic <laughs> murder and mystery and recipes and pies podcast. Yes, <laughs> and yes. I'm Megan and I'm Kara. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Kara and I've got a murder, an mm. unsolved murder. Oh, you love those unsolved. I ones. do. I like that. She's not missing though. Mystery. Oh, yes. Well, that was a terrible reaction I just had. <laughs> I don't want people to be missing. I also don't want people to be murdered. No. I would love for us just to talk about the witches, the cool witches. But I, cool. You know. yeah. So her name's Cindy James. Uh, it's based out of uh, Richmond, British Columbia, June 8th, 1989. It's like mm. the time frame that this, I mean, it all went down for a, a decent amount of time, actually. I was in fourth grade, prime glamour shot time, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. We were discussing glamour shots earlier. Yeah. It's not like I normally time everything by the world of glamour shots, yeah. but that line. That up. is a, yeah, that tracks. Mm-hmm. Is that what the youngins say? That tracks. Yeah. Is that what they say? That and cap, whatever the heck. That's cap. It means that's a lie. Oh, is that I that? learned that from Why Sophie. Is it, what is I call cap on that, Mom. What does cap stand for? Uh, why would you even say that? Why can't you just be like, I think you're lying? Right. Or uh, mad drippy. My nephew says that often. I said, huh? Some of the kids at work, I call them kids because, well, that's what kids they are. Say. They're all 20 no, years younger yeah, yeah. than me. But that's what they say. Drippy. You look drippy. And I'm like, that seems. I don't go want... get that check, dude. I yeah, don't... I don't look drippy. I don't want to okay. look drippy. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. When Cindy was 19, she got married to a Dr. Roy Makepeace. He was 18 years older than she is. She was working as a nurse. She counseled children with emotional problems. But then in 1982, she decided she wanted a divorce. And she was just like, I, I just don't want to be in this marriage anymore. I'm just miserable. Mm-hmm. And then a couple months after, some weird things started happening. 
she was talking to her parents and she was like, I've been getting these harassing phone calls. I've been getting harassing letters. Um, And then all of a sudden, like, they start getting more violent. The letters and the phone calls do. And she's just like, what is happening? The messages even started to, like, threaten her life. And so she's like, I'm going to go to the police. This is horrible. Police didn't think anything of it. Hmm. They were just like, "Mm, we can't. We can't prove that this You're is just happening. a woman. You're probably yeah. making this up for attention. You're just you're a single woman living on your own. Mm. That's what women want. Yes. Uh, they just want attention. Mm-hmm. And so clearly you're making this up because yeah. why would someone do this to you? It doesn't yeah. make sense. So her friends started to notice that like even she's like usually all the time like vibrant and just like happy-go-lucky. And it was starting to wear on her and she was starting to look like exhausted all the time and just like frazzled and like on the edge of her seat. Just like always on just like terrified of everything that's going to happen so they were just like something clearly is happening and then all of a sudden she finds three dead cats hanging in her garden oh my same God. time she found that her porch lights had been smashed in and she went to go in and call the police and she couldn't because her phone lines had been cut oh my god yeah so then not only is she receiving letters in the mail She starts getting notes on her doorstep, and then she starts being physically attacked. So, do we know, like, when she found the cats and her phone line was cut, did she go back to the police and, like, oh, yeah, she continued to go, like, throughout this, she continued to go to the police, and they're like, you're making it up. We think you're doing this to yourself. Yeah. How about we err on the side of not making it up? Yeah. Yeah. After... The crazy phone calls, like I said, she starts getting uh, physically harassed. So Agnes, which is one of Cindy's friends, used to go visit her, hang out with her and stuff. She shows up randomly because that's what you used to do in the 80s, just show up at your friend's house. You know, oh, I remember. Like, yeah. you'd hear the gravel mm-hmm. of at the end of our driveway and I'd be like, somebody's here. And I miss that. Yeah. I know it's weird. Yeah. I liked it when people would just randomly yes. stop by. Yeah. Everybody who knows me now would be like, Megan. You're like such an introverted homebody. What do you Why mean? Why do you want people showing? Oh, there's something nice. But about yeah, like you would up. just. It was the same at like my mom and papa's house. Like we would just be out in the yard playing, and people would pull up, and we'd be like, "Oh my god, yeah, it's so nice." We wouldn't even know the people, but they'd sit down. Like my mom and papa would, and we would like just run up on the porch and sit and listen to them talk. Yeah. They would come, not even knowing if we were home. Yeah, imagine just show up. Imagine a world where you felt so secure. Now people come over to your house and they sit outside and text you from (laughs) the street. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here. Agnes shows up at her house. She knocks on the door, but she's like, you know what? Cindy loves her baths. Like, that's her nightly ritual. Maybe she's just taking a really long bath. I don't know what's going on. But then she's sitting there for a long time and she knows she's home and she's like, something's going on. She's not answering the door. Like, she knows that I come over and stuff. Mm-hmm. so agnes is like you know what i'm gonna walk around back see if the door's open walks around back and she finds cindy crouching down and it looks like she was trying to hide and agnes was like okay there's a nylon stocking tied around cindy's neck she's clearly shaken up so cindy was like shortly before he got here um i went into the garage to get something and someone grabbed me from behind they wrapped the stocking around my neck and they were trying to strangle me but as soon as they heard you pull up, they took off. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
And she was just like, I only know that they had like white shoes on. They were sneakers, maybe. And that's all she could remember about it. So she had like snuck around back to hide from them when they took off, thinking that they were going to come back for her. So terrifying. Yeah. So then after that, she continues to get threatening, terrifying, creepy notes. One note was on the windshield of her car and it was of a body. Like it was a picture of a corpse being pushed into a morgue. What on earth? Exactly. It doesn't sound like a like a serial killer because they're way too focused on her. Her, yeah. And every little detail. What is this? Mm-hmm. And also, how did they have access wreck. to that? They didn't have photos on the internet. Yeah, so where'd they get that photo? Exactly. Did they work in the morgue? Her husband, ex-husband was a doctor. Mm. So then... Allegedly. Alleged, alleged, I mean, he was a doctor. Yes. But we're just allegedly saying that. Speculating. Something, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So then, after that picture happens, she starts getting orders of raw meat sent to her home. Like, not from her, not from friends. Gross. And then after that, her dog, she comes home and her dog is, like, shaking, sitting in its own feces. And it's like leash thing had been like tightly wrapped around its neck and it was just like terrified. And she's like, what is happening? Oh my God. Yeah. So then she was like, I'm starting to receive like daily threats. And she started keeping a journal about everything that was going on. And the police still didn't believe her. And they would tell her that they didn't believe her. She was like, you know what? I'm going to take this upon myself. I'm going to figure out what's going on. This is ridiculous. She moved, got a new car or not. She didn't get a new car. She painted her car. So it looked like a new car. She changed her last name. Can you imagine not being believed Mm. and think about all the people that this happens to And like, we're both like white middle-class women. So we have a better shot than a lot of other people. But just think about what it would be like to be going through this. Go to the terrified. people that are supposed to help you. The people who get paid mm-hmm. to help you and they don't believe you. Yes. But there's nothing more frustrating than telling the truth and not being believed right. anyway. Because there's nothing. What can you do? Right. If they don't believe you. Yeah. But like when your life is in danger. Exactly. <laughs> and you're keeping a journal about it because you're so stressed and your friends are not. Like your friend shows up and sees you in this state. Mm-mm. no thanks i would i wouldn't have made it this far i'd be a freaking no. wreck exactly so does she stay in the same house she moved so okay. she moved she painted her car so it looked like she got a new car and she changed her last name then she hired a private investigator the investigator's name is ozzy Caban. cob caban cob ozzy something something yep so ozzy was like okay all right we're gonna get started let's figure out what's going on but ozzy was like you know what i have little inkling that she has more details than what she's telling she's telling the truth but there's something she's holding in the details that we don't know Hmm. and there's some weird reason for it and her parents were like yeah we kind of agree ozzy like there's there's something clearly going on with her that she's not telling us i mean obviously she's telling them lots of things but not she's leaving out some yes like why is she so afraid yeah why would she leave it out Mm mm-hmm so Ozzy was like, all right, we're going to start on some leads based off of like the notes and stuff. We're going to install some lights outside your house. I'm going to give you a two-way radio with a panic button so you can reach me if your telephone lines cut again, which is yeah. horrifying. 
But that all seems great. I mean, yes. So Ozzy says, late one night, there's some noises coming across the two-way radio. So Ozzy rushed to her house, finds her lying in the hallway with a knife in her hand that had a note attached, like, in between the hand and the knife, stuck in her hand, that said, you're a dead bitch. Also, whoever it is, is, like, super brave. I mean, this is the second time now. Of course, they they found found her in her house. Yeah. Why would they keep finding her in her house and not, mm-hmm. yeah, killing her? Yeah, because this is she dead here? No. So Ozzy was like, mm, "She's motionless. I'm gonna check and see." Found a pulse. Took her to the hospital. She regained consciousness, and she was like, "Guys, listen. I felt someone put a needle in my arm, and I have no memory of being stabbed whatsoever." The police were like, "You know what, Bell, Cindy, we think you staged this attack." So we're not going to bother taking fingerprints off this knife or the note or your doors just, or windows. We're just not going to bother with it. I just want you to know that if we reach the end of this and she was staging it, I'm going to feel real bad about all the really mean no, thoughts. She's, she's not. It's still okay. Fine. Because I'm just like, what the hell, police? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else is going on in your town? We're in yeah, South exactly. Weekend. Like, where, uh, where are British we? Columbia. I mean, is there that much else happening? Are other people being terrorized in their homes? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. With dead animals and yes. attacked animals and notes. And this is twice now that yep. somebody has gotten into her home. Exactly. Okay. I think you're staging it. Yes. Woman. Woman, please. You just are mentally ill. Well, you know how women are. You know, on their periods, they just go crazy. <laughs> okay. So her detective, her private detective, Ozzy, was like, you know what? I don't believe that you would have been able to do this to yourself i don't think that you could inject something in you and then stab yourself or stab yourself and then inject something in you because you'd be in excruciating pain yeah and and the way that these things like the injection had entered her body the way that the knife had entered her body he was just like there's no way that you could have done this to yourself so cindy is sitting there trying to remember she tries to go under hypnosis and a polygraph test, but they were like, you are way too traumatized to even, like, be discussing this during this time. Like, this, we're getting ridiculous results. Like, it's just showing that you are a hot mess express. Like, this, we just got As stopped. you would be. Yes. But that does raise another point. If the police really thought this is all something she was doing, mm-hmm. it kind of goes along with the mental health conversation that we have right. a lot. All the time. Of course, it was the 80s, but... Mm-hmm. You know, they could have done something like that then. Like, yes, if someone is going, if you truly believe this is all staged, mm-hmm. wouldn't that. that imply a mental health problem? Yeah. So one way or another, do something. Yeah. Like your job. Yeah, exactly. Kara. Yes, Megan. I have been seeing all over TikTok these hair straighteners. Ever since I got my hair cut, I still feel like I'm learning how to do my hair all mm-hmm. over again. Let me tell you, I have found one that works really well. It's um, from Tymo. Uh-huh. T-Y. M-O. Yes. And it is the company for getting the best type of straightener for everything your hair could possibly need. It's all over social media right now with products from $59.99 to top of the line straighteners. Each of their products are built to last and have so many options for whatever your hair needs are. So Karen and I received a couple of the products. Oh we gosh. got a so straightener and a blow dryer. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about the straightener because that's the one that I have used. It has a cordless design, which makes it so right. handy. You traveled with it. Yes. So it's great for getting a good 
good hair reset on the go because it's so portable and convenient. It's called the Porta. It has this 3D comb design, which is enhanced by cutting edge MCH anionic technology. So you brush it through your hair, it straightens as it goes, and it pushes against this ceramic plate that gives a frictionless glide that promises to curb frizz by 50%. And I've totally seen that because my hair gets frizzy and this just really smooths it out. I really loved it. Okay, so I got the air hype. I'm obsessed with it. I have just like naturally curly, wavy hair. So it was a huge game changer for me. It dries your hair in half the normal time and it keeps your hair safe and shiny, which I noticed immediately. Mm -hmm. I didn't even need to straighten it afterwards. And usually I do because usually I have all those wild like curls left over. The wind power on this thing is intense. It's wild. Like I turned it up. I was like, let's play with these buttons. Okay. So it has three magnetic styling attachments. They're all amazing. You know how some blow dryers you get are like if you go to a hotel and there's a diffuser and you're like, oh my gosh, this is like tearing my hair to pieces and it's going to be so tangled. Not with this one. And it's magnetic. So it's great. So right now, you guys, our listeners can get 30% off their first order at timobeauty.com. T-Y-M-O beauty.com using the code WMM30. So that's just two M's. You guys know our codes usually have three. So just keep that in mind. So with so many great products to choose from, now's the time to upgrade your styling and curling kit. So go to tymobeauty.com and use the code WMM30 for 30% off your first purchase. Goodbye. Goodbye. Menopausal and perimenopausal women, listen up. It's time to take control of your health and comfort and Winona is here to help. Winona is a telemedicine company for menopause care who believes that your symptoms are real, important, and deserve to be taken seriously. And for many women, this starts with hormone replacement therapy. Winona's HRT is made with plant-based, bioidentical hormones rather than synthetic ones, so it better aligns with your body to offer relief from hot flashes, weight gain, and other uncomfortable symptoms. 80% of women who use Winona find relief within just 90 days. So what are you waiting for? Get started today. Visit buywinona.com today to start your free visit. With free shipping and the ability to pause or cancel at any time, your path to wellness has zero obligations. Use code SPRING24 at buywinona.com for 25% off your first treatment plan. That's B-Y-W-I-N-O-N-A.com for 25% off. Winona, menopause care made easy. After she gets out of the hospital, calls come back. And they made the calls were so short that the police couldn't trace them. Then when police would set up 24 hour surveillance, because they were like, we're so tired of this. We're just going to sit at your house for 24 hours. Basically to prove themselves right. Yes, exactly. No calls, no notes, no burglarizing. Like none of this would happen during that time frame. So like, oh, this is more proof. She faked all this. So Ozzy thought, well, maybe these people are tracking the police and know that when they're there, so they're not going to come. They never tested her home for listening devices, and they never did an investigation. Okay, so then she was attacked again. It left her hospitalized. She was found frozen, suffering from hypothermia. They had put her in a ditch six miles away from where she was living. There was a man's work boot and a glove on her, like physically on her. There was a nylon stocking wrapped around her neck. Uh, She had black and blue eyes and tons of injuries, bruises to her body. How can you do that to yourself? There's a man's boot. They put a man's boot on her and a man's glove. It was singular. Why? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. So she clearly is fearing for her life. 
she asked Agnes, her best friend, and her husband to stay with her. One night, they were all sleeping, and they started hearing noises in the basement. They go to see what's going on. Basement's on fire. Phone line's cut, so they can't call 911. Husband goes outside, sees a man out in front of the house. Asks the man to call 911. Man ran down the street. I would run after said man. Right. Would Agnes go to the neighbors, call 911, make sure Cindy's out of the house? It's weird to me that that wasn't his first inclination to think this might be the person that started it. I'd love to envision myself just, like, tackling someone, like, chasing someone down and, like, tackling It's real easy for us to be like, here's what I would have done. Oh, yeah. You know, in the moment. Who knows? No, who knows? Yeah. Okay. They determined that it was arson. They searched the windows. They're like, there's no usable fingerprints on these window sills. And we just don't think that the perp would have entered through them. So they were like, you know what? We think the fire was staged. We think Cindy did it. It's like they're going out of their way. Yeah. It's like they're working harder to prove she she didn't. Yeah. That that, that she's not being stopped or whatever. Yeah. It's like, it would actually be easier for you to just do your job. Yeah. And they were like, you know what, Cindy? You're walking your little dog at night by yourself. Wouldn't you be afraid to do that? So then they were like, you know, Cindy's mental state is deteriorating under all this pressure. We think she might be suicidal. So we're going to have her committed to a psychiatric hospital. This wasn't what I meant when I said she pre- should get some mental health. Yeah. This is the police. Yeah. And the family. And we're going to force her. Yeah. Into- I'm sure the police was like, hey, y'all need to do this. I mean, yeah. if yeah. they truly felt. And the, the thing is, she she could be suicidal. Yeah. And because that, that she's wouldn't mean that she's staging anything so much. All of this is taking such a toll mentally and physically on her. I mean, I could imagine it being like they're actually worried about her. Yeah. Like, I don't. Because what, again, what do you right. do? And it yeah. seems like nobody's going to help you. It well, seems like there's no end. If these people really did believe the police, because, I mean, they're supposed to be authority and they're supposed to be helping you. Like, what if the family did believe that oh, she was. my God mentally struggling i'm sure it had to have at least introduce doubt yes. in some of their minds yeah yeah for sure so she's there for 10 weeks and then she's finally able to go home and she told her family and friends and all these people she's like you know what there is some information i have my attacker threatened to kill my family if i told you all about them so i just thought it was best not to tell you all who my attacker is and like what's happening so she does know who it is she doesn't tell them she still doesn't tell them but she claims she knows who it is. So then she's like, you know, I'm going to go after him myself. Don't worry about it, guys. Like, I just am struggling at this point and I just want this to be over with. Uh, um, and then they were just like, okay, now we think your like stress induced PTSD is like really messing with your mental state. Like, we think that something bad is happening. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. this part yes i don't i when i was reading it i had to read it like three times because i was like wait what are we talking about so she went back to the police and she's like listen i think i know who's behind these attacks i think who i know who's having people attack me she's like it's got to be my ex-husband dr roy make peace um he's a psychiatrist his last name is make peace <laughs> he's trying to make his own peace okay. yeah police went and talked to him and he's just like no, I I mean, this is ridiculous. He turned over any evidence he had on his answering machine. And then he said people had called and left him death threats as well. He said that he believed Cindy was really suffering from split personality. 
That's not how it works. You don't get a split personality. Yeah. Attack yourself. Well, and also while she was at the cycle, where was she? The The mental health. Mental health. Yeah. They never diagnosed her with that. For 10 weeks, they never diagnosed her with any of that. Oh, Mr. Makepeace. Dr. Makepeace. Dr. Makepeace. feels like his first name should be like Moonflowers. Exactly. (laughs) Your last name is Makepeace. (laughs) So in 1988, ex-husband receives a weird message on his answering machine. It's a little raspy voice. says, Cindy, dead meat soon. Yep. It's like a caveman. Exactly. (laughs) Why would you not speak in normal terms? Cindy, dead meat soon. Why did that? So weird. So she comes home from work on October 26th and is attacked in her carport. She's found unconscious in her car, nude from the waist down. There's another nylon stocking around her neck, arms, and legs. And her arms and legs were hogtied with another stocking, which you probably can't do yourself. Exactly. Duct tape was over her mouth. They were trying to they think stop her from breathing uh she was in a coma but she survived this poor woman has been through hell i still don't understand why they keep leaving her alive though what is the purpose yeah or are, are you they really getting... bad at this exactly like, like dr Makepeace, you studied medicine maybe and became a psychiatrist so now you really are struggling with how like you don't remember what you were studying in school well allegedly. that's for sure it's allegedly him. allegedly <laughs> opinions which i'm not convinced of yet i don't know either way but in the spring of 89 she told her family and friends that she thinks that the attacks are going to start to decrease like that she thinks that things are getting a little better and she's feeling better about it and her friends were just like she actually seems like she's not as concerned she seems like she's on the up and up she seems like she's doing better so she went to the mall and then she went to go do some grocery shopping and she deposited her paycheck from the hospital listen this woman was working through this whole thing as a nurse like still working Hmm. she never made it home oh no they found her car at the mall where she was last seen may 25th 89 they found blood in the driver's side door they found some stuff from her wallet was thrown outside of the car her groceries were still in the trunk. There was a wrapped gift that she had gotten someone in the trunk. And there were two weeks where her family was just like, what? Where is she? What's happening? Then, two weeks later, they find her body in the front yard of an abandoned house. They thought it was really weird, too, because there's a lot of foot traffic through this area. So they were just like, how did nobody notice her being killed in this and what a weird price exactly so they were just like there's no way she was reported missing first someone would have seen this but they did an autopsy and it showed that she most likely died the day she disappeared so two weeks prior i wonder if there was two weeks of decomposition at this point i don't know or if it preserved well i was going to say Somebody would have seen the body probably yes. if they kept it somewhere. Yeah. They said there were numerous wounds. There was an injection mark on her arm, which this happened the last attack when she had a knife. Or not the last, but she had the, one of the attacks where she had the knife. Nylon stocking so around her neck. Both hands and feet were tied behind her body. There was the signature black nylon around her neck. 
and they used that to strangle her. There was a high dose of morphine in her system, and there was no needle at the scene. So police were like, you know what? We think Cindy maybe injected herself somewhere, discarded the needle, and <laughs> walked a mile and a half. Um, and then we think she may have like tied her hands and feet before she strangled herself. While she's dressed. So you are walking a mile and a half on morphine. with a high dose of morphine in your system. And then you're able to tie yourself up. Tie yourself up and choke yourself to death. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. yeah. No, really. I need you to tell me why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need you to I don't, explain. like, I don't come up with something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, they said, the coroner was like, well, her official cause of death is going to be considered morphine and other drug overdose. And they don't list in this. They don't list the other drugs. And then the Royal Canadian Mounted Police claimed it was a suicide or possible accident. The coroner ruled both of those out. The coroner was like, guys. Oh, good. I'm sorry. What? What do you mean? Yeah. How is this a suicide or accidental death? It's obvious that she couldn't have done this herself. Well, because if they admit it, then that probably opens them up to some kind of lawsuit. Exactly. Because she repeatedly tried mm-hmm. to get help. Yeah. So her investigator that she had hired was like, there's no way she did this herself. She had to have been taken somewhere, killed there, and then dumped here shortly before it was discovered since it was such a high traffic area. Like, there's no way people wouldn't have been like, oh, my gosh, noticed. there's a body. So Another two weeks. Yes. I mean, not to be... There would have been a smell at the very least, right? Like what? Yeah. And then the investigator, her friends, her family were all just like, they all like outwardly said in tons of interviews and stuff, like the police weren't in- interested in investigating this. They just like constantly attacked her. Was she white? Do we know? Let's see. I'm just curious the if there's anything like. Yes. Yeah. That looks a lot like my mom's nursing picture. Um, it's the same pose. Like the hair and, and the that, like, and the typical nurse. The polished mm-hmm. skin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do we know what kind of nurse? So she did a lot with children. Um, mental issues, like emotional problems. A lot of like child counseling stuff. I just wonder like. Was it one of her old patients? Or a parent, parent of a parent? Yeah. But that's still. But how do they know where she lives? Unless they watched her moving truck. Yeah, see, that's... Opinion. It's just my opinion. Yeah, like he... he would Or one of his patients, if he's a psychiatrist. Yeah. Somebody had some sort of thing against him. But the whole thing of attacking her and leaving her alive so often is bizarre. Exactly. And then suddenly deciding you're going to kill her. Yeah. But I don't see any way she could have carried out that kind of attack on herself. No. Like, yeah, how? What a wild story. Yes. I always do this thing when I hear these stories, um, which maybe is maybe everybody does this. Mm-hmm. And I don't know it. But like so like then my first thought, you say 1989. And I was like, yes. I was in fourth grade. And like I think about like, here's what I was doing at that time. Yeah. And at that time, somewhere in the world, this thing was, this happening, was happening. This woman. Like I do that mm-hmm. with like every weird story. Yeah. But um, God. Bizarre. How difficult to try to yes. prove. Well, and the fact that the police never even took dna evidence like they never that's what i mean they didn't even do the wipe down the knife they never yeah they went out of their way to not do their windows yeah they They were were just like the fingerprints on these windows aren't good enough they may not they may just be hers or someone of the friends or whatever so we're not why wouldn't you just try that's the part that's so strange to Mm -hmm. me too yeah that poor woman 
I know. And every other person who is not believed by police. You exactly. Know, you're going to the people who are I feel like we've done a lot of that lately. I know. And I don't mean to come down hard on the police. I know that. Oh, there's not a lot of good compared to the lot of bad, but let's yeah. do better. Right. That doesn't make the argument against cops invalid. Right? Yeah. Like it, there's bad seeds everywhere. Yeah. Right. Good Lord. When they're in a position like that. It's you terrifying. take an oath to protect your community. Yeah. yeah. Live up to it. <laughs> well, yeah. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. <laughs> um, we love you guys. So much. If you are on the Patreon, the new, uh, the witty post blog post is up for this month. And we're talking about austere, which is the oh, yes. holiday that comes with the spring equinox. And what I really love. Persephone is coming about back. It, the, what I really love about it is how it's the. This equinox is the day when night and day mm -hmm. are the same length. And then the light takes over the dark. And I love that. I love that just like the thought. Of yeah. That. yeah. So um, that's coming up and that's what the blog post is all about. So if you're on the Patreon, make sure you go look for that. And our live chat is coming up next yes. Tuesday for the Janets, which is the highest tier. So, so all listen, of those things. If you all are in or if you even want to be a part of that live chat but then you want to cancel your membership if you just want to be a part of that mm -hmm. you, you can go that. cancel afterwards like it's totally really once you sign up you may as well stay you get but all it's the good perks. time yeah yeah you do your <laughs> ad-free episodes and so fun discounts Extra and all those things yeah all the things um okay i guess that's all we've got oh yeah. and kara's got her patreon episodes for you to vote on yes uh, all right we got this so much goodbye, goodbye.